Yo, what is up, everybody? I am Ant, your Italian god, your Italian ace, your former multiple-time WWE pay-per-view champion, the greatest pay-per-view champion of all time here at the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Hunger. also your... Um, what, did, did I go over everything that I am? I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of things. Legends... It's- yeah, yeah, but what you won't be is the pay-per-view champion once this whole thing is over. Because that will be Macho Man Dan. Dig it! No one. None of y'all is going to be me. Yeah, I think anyone can be you, Dan. I think that only you can be you, right? <laughs> so we have a new friend back, um, if you couldn't tell. Um, this is Daniel. Or Dan, for those of you who don't remember, don't get confused by Dan, who is below me. Dan below me, not, you know, really, but, like, in terms of, like... Macho Man Dan, he is Dan Enigma. Thank you. See, you make sense, sir. Macho Man Dan is below me over here. To the right. Or to the left. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm you're... back. Uh, I'm here with the pay-per-view championship. I'll be right back, everyone. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> hey, well, he's just up and out of here. All right. <laughs> he's already done. So, we are here to cover WWE Survivor Series, Wheel Games. It's going to be a huge pay per view. A lot is going to happen. What was that? Was he talking to us, Daniel? What is happening? He was talking to us. I don't know what he said, though. Oh, well, anyways, we are on Sensor for Us and Podcasts. Obviously, things are going to fly off the handle. That's totally cool. But, again, you are here to check out our WWE Survivor Series 2022 predictions. We have a stacked card, five matches, two games matches, a lot to go over. So let's jump right into it. The first match that we're all going to discuss, and welcome back, sir. The first match that we're going to be discussing is for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. SmackDown Women's Champion Ronda Rousey defending against Shotzi. Let me take a quick drink. Hang on. And this match came to be when Shotzi won. I think it was like a five-woman match to become the one contenders. And then... uh. Shayna and Ronda have kind of been like running rushshot over the women's division on SmackDown with Shayna attacking everyone from behind, helping her good longtime friend Ronda. So there's really not much story to this other than Shotzi is just a number one contender and that's why she's competing for the title. Ronda has been dominant since May. She won the title against Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania Backlash. So I'm going to throw it to Macho Man Dan Quick. You know, I just set up sort of the, the whole thing behind it. Who do you think is going to walk out Survivor Series Women's Champion and uh, your thoughts? Well, I think it's obvious. I think we all know who's going to win. It's obviously going to be Ronda Rousey. Of course it is. Um, We were talking off air, and I remember you said how it wasn't exactly going to be the greatest match of the night. And I will agree with that. I don't think it's going to be the greatest match, but I... I'm going to go into it with a lot more optimistic than than you and Dan are because I think Shotzi and Ronda could put on at least a decent match, but that's just personally me. And I also don't think Ronda's going to lose the title anytime soon, especially with this whole Shayna Baszler and her thing. So obviously I think it's going to be her helping out Ronda. She probably won't lose the title to like shit else. Royal Rumble, considering we don't have a pay-per-view this December. Mm. 
Okay, so he's going to hold on to it. Do you think that Raquel Rodriguez might show up? Because I know last night on SmackDown, she was supposed to be in the hospital. She ended up coming down to help, but, you know, it didn't really work out for Shotzi and her. Possible. Well, it is possible. I still don't see Ronda losing the title just out of the blue randomly like that. Okay. All right. Well, I agree with you, Dan. I think Ronda's going to win. I don't see why she's going to lose a title right now. There's no point. But uh, Enigma might have a different thought than us. Do you think Shotzi is going to, like she says, surprise everybody? And uh, beat Ronda. No, I like I think Ronda is still gonna win and retain the championship. I think, like I Dan said, I don't think it's gonna be the most, the best match of the night or the match to steal everyone away or steal the show. I think it's gonna be the match that's like, it's gonna be an okay match. But in my opinion, Shotzi is not ready to be a champion. And that's and that could trigger some people and trigger Dan before you went on air. But um, it just uh, <laughs> she has the potential to be a good champion. It's gonna be a whole lift thing with her if she does become champion. Well, we don't know that. We might have to wait and see. Dan and I is playing enough momentum to become to be a champion right now. In my, you think she needs to to, to kind of build up yeah, more? Yeah. yeah. A nice build up for a championship. I agree. And also, too, like I think it'd be really weird, like since there really was little build up to this match, to have someone be champion from May lose a title to a match that really has no meaning other than let's book her in a title match, right? I mean, Shotzi's good, but what has she really done besides win that match to earn a title shot? As of on the main roster, I'll, I'll say she hasn't done much, but I feel she's done at least some good things in NXT. So that's that's where I'm really getting my from. Okay, I just remember her doing all those stupid like Halloween Havoc stuff for NXT, and like so it's just hard for me to really. Mm. But listen, the Survivor Series. This is her night. She can prove us all wrong. She this could be the match of the night if um you know if Ronda and Shotzi get their way. We have to be a damn well good match, but we'll have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see. Well, we all think that Ron is going to win. I mean, this match might split us down the middle here. We have AJ Styles taking on Finn Balor. Finally, after weeks and months of the Judgment Day, you know, making AJ Styles life hell. Usually, the Judgment Day are the ones that have the numbers. They have Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, Dominic, and the leader, Finn. And AJ Styles like, you know what? You keep offering to have me join your group. Maybe I should join a group. But it's not going to be your group. And he introduces his good friends, Lou Gallows, Carl Anderson, what they call him Doc Gallows now. <clears throat> the OC come out to sort of even up the odds. And, and that was good for a bit. But don't forget, Rhea Ripley's been in there. And she's been the one to kind of mess everything up. So, Styles like, you know what? I couldn't find a woman to represent us. But a woman found me, and out comes Mia Yim. And Mia Yim seems to be the person to stop Rhea Ripley. She might be the kryptonite to Rhea that the OC needs to move on. However, Mia and Rhea are involved in war games tonight, so I highly doubt we'll see them involved in this particular match. It's going to be one-on-one, AJ Styles versus Finn Balor, leader versus leader. What is going to happen 
I'll throw it to you again, Macho Man Dan, quick. Uh, well, not quick, but I'll throw it to you quickly so that you can talk. What well, is going to happen? It, it's really an interesting uh, match, considering the fact that, you know, it's been going on for a bit. But I'm a little torn, especially with, I don't know if you guys saw, but yesterday, or not yesterday, the day before on Thanksgiving, uh, Damien, not Damien Priest, uh, Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley posted a video of them trashing Rey Mysterio's house and and hurting him. I don't know. Maybe that could come into play tonight. Who knows? I don't think it will, but it's always a possibility. Um, I feel, though, if they want this whole Judgment Day thing to continue and still be strong, I feel they need this win more than the OC will. So, truthfully, I'm going to say I'm going to go with Finn Balor. Okay. Because I, I, like, I feel like they need this whole thing to continue going strong. I don't think AJ really needs this win. I mean, I do think he needs a win sooner or later, but right now I don't think it's the right time. Hmm. Okay. Can I just question this, though? Here's my only question, though. Usually when it comes to these round matches, like we go back to WrestleMania, Edge and Styles, Damian Priest got involved. Then at WrestleMania Backlash, Damian Priest was barred from ringside and Rhea got involved. Um, the thing I just wonder is, it seems like the Judgment Day tends to get the upper hand, right? I mean, with all the people getting involved. So I do think the Judgment Day, I think Balor needs to win. But because Balor is representing the Judgment Day, it might be tricky since they usually end up winning most of the time. Um, even their last pay per view, uh, what was it? Was it Crown Jewel? Yeah, they you know they beat the OC. So I think if if I like your thinking on it, that it should just be Balor hasn't really won much, so he deserves a win. Um, so you might think of it that way, or you might think of it like also, also thinking of it like this. I know Triple H and Finn Balor have a very good history with them in NXT. I mean, Valor was the first big guy Triple H got signed to WWE to NXT. I And I think now that Triple H is in charge of creative, I feel he might want to, he might want to put him back as a main top guy again. And, and there's nothing against AJ Styles on it. I just feel that that's what Triple H's idea is what he wants to do. So It could be. I, me. 100%. I For me, I think Here's my problem. AJ Styles hasn't done much since he's got here, and I'm sad because he is like really phenomenal. Like he's the be- he's he's a beast. Um, and I feel like his stuff in TNA, it's not it's not T, you know, it's not his fault. But in TNA, his stuff was a bit better because he got more opportunities to do stuff. Whereas okay. now it's like, okay, he's going to be in a he's going to lose to Nakamura, or okay, he's going to be in a group. Oh, okay, he's. Gonna- I want to see AJ just be on his own. And not like then he's with Omos at one point. Like he's always with somebody. Let him do his own thing. He really on his own was when he was champion in like 2016. And that was really like the only time I really remember him on top on his own. And I would love to see that again because I, I did love his championship reign. So especially the feud with like Ambrose for the title and all that and what he did with the title. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think they need I feel like Balor has gotten more chances to show his worth as a singles guy. And I think Styles needs to, but but we'll, I agree with you. I think it might be Balor. Who knows? Balor might be the one to beat him. But let me go to Enigma. Who do you think? I think Styles is going to win, surprisingly. But who do you think? In this situation, I think both men have a good chance of winning the match. 
Nikki with the OC like kind of recently returning to the to WWE and Styles, I say, does like hasn't really done much and he needs a win mm-hmm. here. But at the same time, Balor. Like Triple H brought Balor is like one of the biggest names that Triple H brought to NXT at the time and then to the main roster. I believe Finn, and especially with Rhea, she's always like a factor in a match. Or one, of the, or one of the factors for the Judgment Day to win a match. So I think it's a hard decision, but I think I think pretty sure I think Finn's gonna win that one. Um, do you think he's gonna win? This is for like, do you think it's gonna be like a fair and square win, or do you think it's gonna be like something I- happens? I don't think it's going to be a fair and square win because the the rest of the members of, Judge, of the Judgment Day and Rhea, because they all seem to pitch in at certain times. It's, not, it's always someone different here and there. And if okay. they get involved, the OC is going to get involved. Okay. I have another question for both of you guys. I mean, it's not really a question, but just something to think about. Um, don't forget that Edge, you know, was just taken out a couple, you know, a month or so ago. Um, Edge has a, the tendency to like get hurt, and then he comes back, and he's ready to attack. I mean, I look at Survivor Series. You know, people get the Royal Rumble as a jumping point to WrestleMania. I do too. But I think Survivor Series is when the foundation starts for WrestleMania, and then we're gonna start to see little tiny cracks and things, and little tiny hints of what's to come. So. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Edge show up, you know, and maybe, you know, I'm not saying I want to see Edge versus Balor again, but with the low WWE booksy storylines, they're left it open where Edge can come back and attack the WWE day for injuring him and hurting his wife. Um, so, well, if, you put it, if you put it that way, I is is a good chance Edge would come back and beat the hell of Judgment Day or whatever it is. I'm so. Good. Little different. I don't think Edge will come back tonight. I think what's mainly going to happen is, or at least this is an idea of what could happen. Maybe, you know, we do see a few cracks with Balor losing or whatever. And then maybe in like the Rumble match or something, Edge comes back and eliminates all the guys or something. It's just an idea. Yeah, I think, I don't think he's going to. He's going to get, if he shows up tonight, I don't necessarily know if he would get involved in the match. Maybe he would come out afterwards. Um, but I, I, I do agree with Dan. I think he probably will show up later on. I just think it's always important to know that, you know, Edge is still working around, you know? True. And so it is Beth. It is 100% true. Well, speaking of people who aren't playing, we have a WWE United States Championship triple threat match with champion Seth Rollins defending against Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley. All three of these guys have history. Rollins defeated Seth. Uh, I'm sorry, Rollins defeated Lashley to become the United States champion. After he lost, Lashley kind of went on a rampage and just attacked everybody he lost to. Did he lose to Lesnar at Crown Jewel too, Lashley? Yeah. No. Right? Uh, okay. Well, Lashley did beat Brock at Crown Jewel. He lost at. I think he lost that day one. Did he lose? Or no, Royal Rumble. He lost to Lesnar. Yeah. So Bobby's pissed. You know, he's not seen as a Which, serious contender. Yeah, the Rumble he beat Rumble he beat Brock, 
Brocky beat him at Crown Jewel. I'm I'm sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I think we had that in reverse. So yeah, it was I'll like be- a back and forth seesaw between the two, but Lashley's not playing. Austin Theory cashed in his money in the bank briefcase to defeat Seth Rollins. He lost. And uh now even Austin Theory has a whole entire new outlook on things. He's not the new guy, he's not the up and comer, he's the franchise, he's the now. And he wants to prove to everybody that, you know, he's not just a pretty face. He's not just someone that Vince pushed. He's the man. Um, I really like this new gimmick of theory because he needed something different. Um, it's definitely... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's definitely an interesting way on them perceiving Austin Theory, considering the fact that, like he said, he was just pushed by Vince McMahon because he thought he saw him as the next big thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's certainly... I, I like the gimmick. It's cool. It makes sense. Like for a while, I didn't know what they were going to do with him, but I like that they're pushing him in this way. And then you can't talk about the title without talking about Seth Rollins. Probably, if not the one of the greatest wrestlers of this decade, um, proves it every time he goes out there to fight, I think. Um, so we just have Seth Rollins like, yo, you're not taking my title. We have three guys ready to give it their all. Rollins like, we're going to steal the show. One of the three men is going to be the U.S. champion. Um, Enigma, you tell me, sir, who is leaving Survivor Series U.S. champion? Again, hard decision. Because, like, yes, Vince McMahon did push <coughs> um, Theory the, the, as, like, the next star, as, like, because Vince saw something in Theory. That didn't really work out, but now he's, like, the now of WWE. But he, did, he definitely did, needed something different. Definitely. Which I do like, and I kind of do like this new gimmick. Rollins, every time he went to the ring, he proves he gives it his all, showing like never show, showing no signs of giving up. Even with with Cody, he had good matches and good matches since then. Bobby going on a rampage to go basically beating everyone up in sight. It's a it basically 50-50 and fifty chance if anyone, in my opinion, anyone's gonna win. But I'm gonna say, but. Rollins did show some signs of like not losing. I'm gonna say Rollins is gonna retain. Okay. All right. And something to remember with it being triple threat, there's no rules. So, you know, they could well, use weapons, you know. Go ahead. Have to lose by being pinned as well. If Theory pins Lashley, he wins. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, anyone could be pinned in this match to win. So, who knows? Maybe somebody might do something. Who knows? I mean, really, a triple threat match means anything can really happen. Okay. How about you, Dan? So, Enigma's going with Rollins. I'm going to go with Rollins, too. I don't see why he would lose the title right now. Um, how about you, Dan? It's it's honestly a tough thought for me. Um, considering I see Seth winning. But I can see Lashley, and I can also see Austin Theory winning all at the same time. But I'm going to be a little different than what you guys are saying. What I think is going to happen, I think Lashley is going to end up pinning Theory to win the title. So that way, uh, Seth can have like a whole argument with Lashley, and they can continue like this whole little feud they have going on. I don't know what they're going to do with Theory after that, but I don't know. It, it could maybe be like, uh, Rollins hits the curb stomp on Theory and then Lashley spears him or something and then he pins Theory. Who knows? I just think it's going to be Lashley that walks Basically out. Basically what Seth did at WrestleMania between Brock and Roman. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. 
Okay. Or, or roles could be reversed and Theory could be the one to do that. You know, Theory could be the one to Lashley hurt Rollins or something, you know? I'm going to stick with my thinking of Bobby keeping the title. Uh, not keep winning the title. And I do think, listen, Bobby Lashley's overlooked a lot. Like, when you see him in person, he would fuck everybody up. Like, he's a big <laughs> motherfucker. Like, he ain't playing. Um, and people tend to forget that when they see him because he hasn't really, you know, some people don't take him seriously. Like, remember when he had that fucking, like, that gash on his fucking chest? Like, that? what the fuck did that happen? Um, he's a beast. So, you can't count out Lashley. Or Theory. I feel bad for counting out Theory, but I think Rollins is going to be the one to retain. But I could see your point, Dan. I could see Lashley being like, I'm the champion now, and now I have Rollins chase after him. Could happen. Well, I mean, really, right now, the United States title is the uh, top belt on Raw, so... And I yeah. do agree with Anthony, because I don't really see Rollins losing that title right now. Like... I, I- I can see why, and I and I definitely don't see him losing. But at the same time, it's like he doesn't have to be pinned to lose. To lose. Yes, I do understand that concept and uh, this concept that you can use any weapon underneath the ring. There is no rules, isn't there? It's a, it's yeah. a no, no rules. Well, no, also too, way to win is pinfall or submission. No rope breaks, nothing. I'm gonna look at it now this way. Um, because Danny made a good point. This is kind of like the main title in on Raw. So, for me, if I'm going to look at it like that, I'd rather see Seth Rollins as my WWE champion than Bobby Lashley or Austin Terry right now, at least. But at the same time, you got to look at it like this. They had Lashley uh, lose to Brock. Well, no, yeah, Lashley lost to Brock, and now he's on this like whole rampage right now. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe they really want to. Maybe they wanted to build that up a little bit so he could be looked as a, as a champion. Could be. I just feel like I see him fighting Brock at WrestleMania. I get like, listen, we're we're, we're way ahead of ourselves. WrestleMania is all the way in April, but I think with there not being a pay per view in December, they're gonna start some kind of storyline somewhere. And I don't see like who is Ron's gonna fight if he drops a U.S. title right now going into Mania, right? Like I feel like at Mania we're gonna see him versus Cody again. I feel like that's gonna happen. Um, it could. Or Cody could win the Rumble, whatever. But um, I don't know. I just I see him have Rollins having too many banger after banger. That's hard for me to see him lose a title because then he's going to be back at the end of the line. So it's like he'd be at the end of the line. I think again he could just be like going after last year, whoever technically gets the belt. Sure, but then it's kind of like pointless because then it's like okay, then he's gonna get the belt back. You know, no. it's like we're taking the belt off of him so he can get it back. To get it back, basically. No, no, I understand that, but at the same time, you got to look at it like this: you want to keep the you want to keep the top prize high. You want to keep things going. You want to have him do this, and then at the same time, give somebody like the opportunity to do something else. You know, it's like but here's you can't the question: have at the same time for so long, you can't have three triple threat matches with the same guys three times in a row. True. But here's my question for you, though, Dan. Here's the only question. Mm-hmm. If Lashley wins, right, and then loses to Rollins twice, doesn't that really kind of make Lashley look a little like, like okay, now you lost this thing like twice? Like, you know, I, I just feel like they have to be smart about it. If they're going to have Rollins beat Lashley, like if Lashley beats wins tonight, and he goes on and loses to Rollins. It has to be 
a shitty ending or something. It has to be a crap ending because if Lashley loses fair and square, there's no chance of him, in my eyes, ever being, you know. But I still like Lashley. Same thing about what happened when he was fighting Brock and Crown Jewel. It was a very shitty ending, but that doesn't take anything away from him. But here's the thing. It was back and forth. And then fighting Seth again and then losing. Again. That's what I'm saying. It was like this. Okay, well, Seth's going to win it back, obviously. Maybe he won't win it back. I mean, maybe Lashley will hold on to that title and he'll face like somebody at it for Mania. Who knows? I mean, that's true. I mean, you're you're at it like this. Seth's immediately going to go back for the title. Maybe he won't because there have been times where someone has lost the championship. And then they don't even bother. go on to other things. Like, True. So then what could be next for Rollins then? If he loses a title, what do you, would you think would be next? I don't know. Maybe uh, this is just a random idea that popped in my head. Maybe he goes to SmackDown and becomes uh, one of Wyatt's six or something. I don't know. It's just a stupid idea. That happen. Seth does have like, that eerie side at, at, at times. It has like that aggression that at times so i don't see him being like being not a like qualified member of why it's mm. going on so i don't really it's just a stupid idea i don't think it no might. it's not stupid it's not stupid at all no i mean he totally it's, could. it's not completely out of the question but it's a very very low possibility of that happening but what i'm saying is that technically speaking i can really see someone else taking the bell here and seth going on to do something maybe something different i don't know i i would love to see seth still with a top prize on raw at least for right now i would love to see it i just don't really see it happening i do but you know what i mean i respect it listen now now you got my juices flowing thinking about uh the Wyatt family, well, not the Wyatt family, whatever the fuck this group is going to be called that, that Bray's got going on. Um, okay, so let's, we don't have much time. We're going to do another, we're going to take a break in a moment, but let's at least talk about this match. We have the first War Games match of the night. It's the female War Games match. We have the face team. That is WWE Raw Women's Champion, the EST, Bianca Belair, the newest member who just joined last night at SmackDown. My favorite. Big time Becky Lynch, Mia Yim, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka to take on the team of Damage Control, which consists of Bailey, the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, EO Sky, and Dakota Kai, Rhea Ripley, and Nikki Cross. All 10 of these women have made an impact, and maybe not so much Mia Yim yet, but she'll she'll be there. She will make an impact in WWE for sure. Um, each of these women have done something in WWE, whether it's win a title, um, you know, be involved in a storyline. Most all the women in this match, except for um, Dakota Kai and Mia Yim, are all former WWE single title champions. You know, Io Shirai was NXT Women's Champion. You know, so all these women are main event players. And uh, I think the night's going to open with this match, obviously, because you have two War Games matches. You don't want to see them back-to-back. Which team do you think is going to win? I mean, Dam- Damage Control has had complete control of the division. But not so much Bailey. Bailey keeps losing. Every match she has against Bianca Belair, she keeps losing. Will tonight be finally the night that Damage Control will be able to say, we won? Or... 
It was Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Mia Yim, Bliss, and Oscar going to show, you know what? We are the true faces. We are the true women's division here on Monday Night Raw. What is going to happen? I'll throw it to you, um, Enigma, quick while we have some time. Go ahead. Which team? I actually do have to think about this a little bit more. So you got to ask Dan. I'll throw it to Dan then. Hi, Dan. Watch me, Dan. Where would you? Who, who are you going with? Um, I'm gonna. This is a tricky one, but I'm unfortunately, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the face side on this one. I, I you said it yourself that Bailey exactly hasn't had the best winning streak recently. Um. I mean, the fact that they now added Becky Lynch to their team is a whole big deal. I mean, it's Becky Lynch. You don't just take that and be like, oh, well, she's not going to really do much in the match. She's going to do a lot. And I have this little bit of feeling that Rhea Ripley is going to do something for the Judgment Day before this match. And then she's like with Raquel Rodriguez or whatever it is, I forget. She's gonna have. She's gonna be a little hurt from Mia that. Mia Yim. Mia Yim. I I apologize for You're that. You're good. They're both. They're both gonna be a little injured. Uh, after before this match, they're gonna be both a little hurt, and I feel like that's gonna cost them a little bit on their side more than it will on the face side. Now, my question for you, because you made the point, you know, Bailey hasn't won. What <laughs> does this mean for Damage Control if they lose again? I, hey, look, I. I would be. I'm gonna be very upset if they lose because I'm a big Bailey fan. But at the same time, they don't always look out for a good wrestler. For example, Nexus when they were on a hot streak and then they lost and they lost again. It didn't exactly look good for them. It's unfortunate, but it happens. So, okay. What next for? Her, I have no idea. But that's just the way I see it. If she loses tonight, then I don't want her to be the leader no more. Damage control is nothing. If she loses tonight, then damage control means shit. Let me throw it to you, Enigma. What do you think, sir? But I do like your thoughts. I, I kind of want Becky to win, too. But go ahead. I do agree with Dan. Mm-hmm. They added Becky Lynch to their team. She's going to do a lot in the match, and that's a big deal because the, the years in the past, Becky Lynch has did a lot. Damage, damage control of Rhea and I already forget her fucking other name. Um, medium, yeah, the medium are both really damaged, but this is how I see it happen. Because you know how some like damage control, like some groups do, like bad, and like the leader or someone turns their back on, and it goes on their own or does something else. And I'm a big Bailey fan too, but I see her better as like a singles competitor, not in a group. So I say damage control is gonna lose, sadly. And then Bailey might get frustrated and turn their back on them and go on her own. Mm. And might go and might go after a title, or maybe maybe not. That's my decision. So I say the um fate like speculation, all them are going to win. Um on the faces are definitely gonna that's my prediction. You made a good point because you know, the past couple of weeks, you know, since she lost at Crown Jewel. Bailey's been more quiet, more irritable, exactly. more. So I so can see maybe she could be like damage controls holding her back. Essentially, mm-hmm. I think that's what. Yeah, I think Dan's. I think Enigma's thinking that if they lose tonight, 
she's going to be pissed and be like, you know what, I'm on my own. I can't. She was the one who made the group. I feel like that would be a little uh, condescending if that happened, you know? Well, I mean, look at, you know, like Triple H. He made Evolution. He broke that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know. It wasn't really him that broke it up. He just turned against one member and then everybody else kind of turned. Yeah, but, but I mean, you know, that broke up the group. Triple H is basically the one that started that entire thing. Yeah, I know. But, like, at the same time, you can look at it like this. I mean, Edge started the Judgment Day and they kicked him out. Maybe Dakota Kai and maybe all that. Maybe those two kick her out. Could Maybe. happen. Could happen. It's a possibility. I mean, they did it with the Judgment Day. What's stopping them from doing it with Damage Control? Could happen. Could happen. I mean, they are women's tag team champions or the only Maybe. ones with titles. Maybe it's Bailey who gets pinned tonight, and then they say, we don't want you as a leader anymore, and they bring somebody else. Maybe they make Rhea Ripley part of it, and then they go to the Judgment yeah, Day. Yeah, but then here's the problem. Is, is, they go along. The only quick problem, and we only have a minute left, and then we'll do our uh, commercial. The only problem with that, though, Dan, then that kind of makes her a face, right? Like, if she gets attacked by these people, then that makes Bailey a face, and then she's going to have, like, how many faces do we have on Raw now? Like, we have so, like, uh, you know, like, we don't have that many bad guys anymore. Well, right? maybe she could be, like, uh, a bad guy with a, with a good guy. It's happened before. Like a I Stone mean, Cold, kind of? Um, maybe, but I mean, at the same time, you gotta look at, like, for example, Bobby Lashley right now, he's technically still a babyface, but he's doing heel tactics. You know what I mean? It it could be maybe a a situation like that. Who knows? You gotta wait and see what happens. Or Bailey could turn, and then the other two can be a face, and then Bailey will still be, like, one of the top heels. That could be something. Well, no, listen. but I mean, at the same time, if she's still a top heel, what exactly is she going to do? I mean, she's already lost to Bianca Belair three times now. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our quick break, and when we come back, we're going to keep talking about this match. There's a lot more to talk about, and we're going to talk about the men's war game. A lot to cover. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And we are back uh, again. I'm Anthony or Ant, and I'm joined by my friends. Introduce yourself, guys. Anton. Dan Enigma. What's up, guys? Macho Man Dan. Yes, dig it. Um, so we, uh, we are here covering WWE Survivor Series 2022, giving you our predictions for the big show tonight. I'm excited. This is giving me old school Survivor Series vibes. I'm actually excited for a pay-per-view. Um, we were just talking about the women's war games match. We all think that Bianca Belair's team is going to win. We were talking about what are you know the next steps for people if they lose. I'm interested in this match 100%. I think this match might steal the show. I'm going to go with Belair's team. I have a strong feeling that Damage Control might win because they need a win. Damage Control needs a win. So but, you're saying you think Damage Control will win? No, I'm. I think Belair's team is going to win, but I do think that Damage Control needs to win. But they're not going. I, I will agree with you 100. percent I will agree with you on that 100. percent Um, and I'm I cool. Will... Listen, I'm cool with Damage Control losing because I like Becky. I like most of the people on the other team. But you know, if I'm a wrestling fan and I want to believe in a group, I need to see them win more. Um, but let's move on. Our final match of the night, the match that most people came to see, the men's war games match. We have the bloodline, for those of you who don't know, 
That is the undisputed WWE champion, Roman Reigns. The undisputed tag team champions, the Usos. Solo Sokoa. And the honorary Us himself, Sami Zayn. To take on the team of the Brewing Brutes, which is Sheamus, Rich, and Rich Holland. Drew McIntyre, and he came back last week. Kevin Owens. And friends, there are some cracks that were made last night on SmackDown. If you saw, if you didn't, I'll let you know. Um, Kevin's is talking to Sami Zayn backstage. No one's supposed to be there. And Kevin's like, you know what? I would be careful, you know. I would... doesn't necessarily say turn on them, but he pretty much says, I would turn on them before they could turn on you. However, Jimmy Uso, or it might have been Jay. It was Jimmy or Jay. I don't know which one. Probably Jay. Was behind the door. And he hears this all go on. And he says to Sammy, Sammy, were you talking to anybody? And Sammy goes, no, I just came in. So Sammy got caught in a big lie. Um, which I don't know if the bloodline are really going to like that. Especially going into war games. Um, again, we don't know what Jimmy or Jay did with the information. We don't know if he went and told. But as fans, we saw him listening in on the conversation. And it wasn't a good conversation. That I would want to hear. If I was on Roman's team and I heard that my teammate might screw me over, I don't know. So, with that in mind, let me just give us a little setup of this match. The Bloodline have been dominant for over like what, two years now? Um, yep. They've been in control. No one's been able to stop Roman Reigns or the Usos for that matter, except for someone who's been a big thorn. And Roman's side, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Sheamus has kind of gotten the come up lately since his match against Gunther. A lot of people are starting to respect him a bit more. And surprisingly, the like for the like the poster for the match, Sheamus is outside and uh, Reigns is. So I think these two are the two captains. It seems like. Um, I mean, Sheamus is the captain. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's why like, I'm surprised because, you know, Sheamus doesn't have a lot of history with Reigns, whereas... Uh, I don't know. Sheamus has had some history with Roman back in he 2015. Did. You're right. He defeated him at Survivor Series. You're right. But I just think more so now, there hasn't really been a lot going on. I mean, I know he's defending, you know, he wants to be the top guy. But I didn't understand why the Brawling Boots went after the bloodline anyways. I know... The point, you know, the Usos beat them for the tag titles. But other than that, I mean, anybody can go after the bloodline because they fucked up everybody. So, like, I kind of wanted a more specific reasoning, but it's okay. One person I'm excited to see, Kevin Owens. That's my MVP of this match. I'm excited to see him get in there. You know there's going to be some issues with Sammy and Kevin. Something's going to happen there. Cracks are going to be made. But one team will leave war games. I do want to point out, though, one thing in this match. There is only one man in this match who has actually been in War Games before. That would be Kevin Owens. Maybe he will play a real... And and his team won when they were in War Games. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. I forgot all about that, Kevin Owens. Yeah. War Games. Yep. Let me go over really quick... um, 
the official rules of the War Games match. I didn't go over that yet. So two teams will be contained in separate cages with one member of each team starting the match. After a three-minute period, I'm sorry, after five minutes, a member from the advantage team will be released to enter the match. After a three-minute period, alternating members from each team will enter the match until all competitors are inside the cage. Once all competitors have entered, War Games officially starts. The only way to win the match is by pinfall or submission. Now, it is one fall to a finish. Yes. My question is, do we think three minutes is a bit long to... I mean, this is going to go... This is going to be a long match. I mean, if, if for five people... You, I mean, for ten people, you have to wait three minutes for each person. At least 30 minutes. At least 30 minute match, yeah. And then once they're all in, that's when it's all going to officially start. So, I mean... Those are the rules, just so that everyone knows them. Um, this stuff is important. I'm a rule breaker, so I figure I just tell the rules so then we can break them. Um, let me throw it to you, Macho Man Dan. Which group is leaving War Games the winner? Well, it's it's a tough one, I feel, considering we have so many good guys on one side and on the other. But I don't see I don't see the bloodline losing. I think the bloodline will be victorious in war games. Uh, I mean, considering, you know, Roman's going to be in the match, he's going to obviously dominate the whole damn thing. Uh, but also, another thing that really determines on what's going to happen is who's going to start the match. Will it be Roman who starts the match, and will it be Sheamus who starts the match? Will it be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn who starts the match? Whoever it is is going to be a really big factor going into it because whoever starts it off, you know, going high and mighty, and then whoever comes in next is going to be, you know, fighting, and it's going to be a big uh, page turner on it. You know what I mean? I forgot to mention this. You brought up a good point. So the, the women's War Games match, uh, damage control has the advantage, so they're going to be, the like, they're going to have more people in first. And for the men's War Games match, the brawling brutes are going to have the advantage. So, mm. just put, put that out there. Go ahead. Uh, no, I I'm still sticking with my idea that the bloodline's going to win. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just kind of, you know, just a thing to get Roman on a pay per view, a live pay per view, and you know, have him go victorious into a uh, Royal Rumble. Okay, I see that. I see that too. The one thing I picked the bloodline to win. But the one thing that's keeping me guessing is the cracks. The blue line's going to break up next year. It's happening. They've been together for way too long. I would love to see them stay, but it's going to happen. I think the only time that really the cracks are really going to show is like maybe if like the rock comes back. That's really my opinion. Well, that's my I opinion hear you. Too. I agree. But guys, listen, think about it like this. Let's say you don't really like me. Okay. Okay. And I don't like you. Perfect. Here, we'll do it like this. We'll do it like this. Dan is Sammy. Enigma Sammy. Sorry. Um, and Macho Man Dan is gonna be Jay or, or whoever, right? And I'm Roman, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm Roman. All right. And I know that Jay does not like Sammy, and Sammy does not like Jay. Okay. Now mm -hmm. Jay comes to me. And says, listen, I heard Kevin, Sammy talking to Kevin Owens. 
And, you know, Sammy was basically, Kevin was basically saying to Sammy, yo, fucking screw them over before they screw us over. Now, here's what I mean by crack. The trust is going to change. Because if I know you don't like Sammy, right? Mm-hmm. I might be thinking, oh, is Jay telling me the truth? Then I'm thinking, wait, do I got to watch out for Sammy now? Then I got to think, so he's not thinking about the match. He's thinking about, oh, shit, it's going to explode, and then I'm going to be fucked over in this war game. That's what I think. True, but if it does happen, then technically it'll be Roman's, like, first loss in, like, two whole years. And I I think that could happen. Because remember what you said. I don't think that would be the right way to do it. He's he's unified champion, unified world champion. I don't think Dara's gonna let him lose like that. Here's what I think, though. Remember, this is war games. He doesn't need to lose to lose the match. You're right. You're right. right. That's my point. If he, if the bloodline loses, then it kind of makes them look bad after being so strong for so many years. And that would be a reason why Roman would be pissed. We were fucking dominant. What happened? What fucking it was it? Sammy or was it Jay? And then one of them are going to get kicked out because he wants to remain dominant, right? If you have a weak link, get that fucker out. He already told them, remember, the storyline going into this is, listen, we got to be cool for Roman. Remember when we smacked down last week? Yo, we got to solve our problem before Roman shows up, right? You're, you're right. It does make it very compelling on who's going to win, but I'm still sticking with Bloodline. I still think yeah. the Bloodline's going to win. Yeah. I just wonder, with all this stuff going on, you have to have something catastrophic happen for this two-year thing to come to an end. Maybe, or maybe it could be Jay who ends up turning on Sammy and, and maybe just, like, low blows him or something. Who knows? And that would piss off Roman because yeah, then Roman's team yeah. loses. Maybe maybe Jay turns on the whole bloodline or something. We don't know. Yeah, but that would be a crack. So what I'm saying is something's going to happen tonight, whether big or small, that's going to leave a small indent with the bloodline, with them trusting each other is what I think. Agreed. No, agreed. I agree. But I do think the bloodline are going to win. I I. How about you, Enigma? I do agree with the the bloodline's trust will be will definitely change by the end of this. Because if I was Roman and I knew Sammy and, and Jay didn't like each other, and I and Jay told me that, I'll think I'll think the same thing. Like this is probably I'm probably gonna get fucked over here. But again, it's the bloodline. They've been champion. They've been champions for over two years, eight hundred plus days, never lost. Reigns untouchable. Uso's basically untouchable. Roman will do anything to win. He's proven that. I mean, remember back in the beginning of this year when he faced Seth Rollins? He knew he was fucked. So he had to get himself disqualified, which he did. He did anything to keep his title. He will do anything to keep he will do anything to prove he is number one. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Nigga. And if you put it like that way, yes, and Reigns will do anything to keep his titles or keep what he wants. Like he wants his way or the highway. That's basically what it is. Yes. He will do anything in his power to hold on to those titles. And that's even if he has to turn on the bloodline himself or stop whatever's happening if something does explode and try to get everything under control. But Roman Reigns has been unstoppable, like I said. I'm going to say the bloodline's team's going to win. But yes, I do agree. The trust 
will change, but I still think they're going to come out victorious here. And the reason why I say the trust needs to change is because let me tell you what. If Roman does go on, right, to fight The Rock at WrestleMania, right, this is my big problem with Undertaker losing to this, losing the streak, right? If Roman goes to Mania, loses to The Rock clean, mm-hmm. then that's just a big shit on the entire two-year title reign. Yeah, no, I agree. So, if he is to lose at Mania, someone has to cost him. Something chaotic has to happen. But at they the same probably time, won't do what that. if Roman wins against The Rock? He also got to look like that. But then well, here's won't. the problem. Roman might win. The problem is we're going to have a shitty champion if that's the case, no matter who wins. Because Rock's not going to be full-time, and Reigns isn't going to be full-time. So we're going to have the same situation that we have now where they're going to appear every now and then. And so I... I don't know. I don't really want Rock versus Reigns. It's gonna be a good match. It makes sense why they would do it. It'd be pretty shitty. What happened? I said then the aftermath is gonna be pretty shitty. Yeah, because then you're saying that Rock is better than all the guys that Roman beat. Because if Rock is able to defeat Roman, then he did something that no one else could. But at the same time, if Roman beats Rock, then technically we're gonna have to deal with this for a lot more longer. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're gonna have more of the bloodline, then you'll probably see more of like them. But, but think of it this way: Roman's beaten um everyone he's faced. If The Rock loses, who's next? Yeah, that's that's what we're trying to point out. Here. Probably yeah, if, give if, 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 the, Rock, if The Rock loses, who's next in line that could possibly beat Roman? If they're so, smart like, and up and comer, this it's gonna look like this. The Rock is the great one. He. If Roman beats him, if Roman beats the Great One and everything, then realistically, who would you think that Roman would not be able to beat? Like, who do you think would be able to beat Roman, but at the same time be able to beat The Rock just like Roman did after having a two-year streak? I don't think anyone can, and I think that's why it's going to be a problem because then whoever wins, that's exactly my thing. You're going to compare them, and you're going to say, "Well, wait a minute, how come this person be?" And that was my thing with the Undertaker. So Brock is better than Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Kane, um, Kane, um, Big Wasn't the Big Show? Big Show, know. yeah, but you, you know, like whoever was Randy Orton, Batista, great lost, great cop, you know, when he lost the streak, I'm kind of like, shit. But listen, I mean, who's even say the Rock's even going to show up? You know, this is just our dream idea. Fun thing to say, just to put it out there. The Rock did make his debut at Survivor Series in 96. Oh, we were thinking that last year, if you remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Remember, Anthony? We thought that last year. Yep. But I feel like it's going to be, if it were to happen, it would be more likely this year because WrestleMania yeah. goes Hollywood. The yeah, number one Hollywood star right now is The Rock. The Everybody Rock. likes him. Everybody knows him. Yep. I mean, you have Goldberg come on for Saudi Arabia. If you go to Hollywood and you don't have The Rock, then you're an idiot. I mean, you're right, and that's why, and that's why everyone, it, 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 that's why I think if The Rock was going to show up, it would be at WrestleMania because it is in Hollywood. Yeah. Um. But listen, we're just getting so excited here for WrestleMania that we're jumping ahead like three months, four months. Um. It's always around this time of year that we start to get excited to kind of think what's going to happen. You know, like what storylines are we going to get? Are we going to get returns? Are we going to see um? You know, things, but. I do know we're in for a lot of chaos, 
Um, this is the first time WWE is hosting their own war games, so they're gonna be doing crazy moments so that they can use them in highlights. Because every yep. now, you know, the only highlights we have now is from NXT people, so they're yeah. definitely gonna be doing some crazy moves, pulling off some crazy stuff. Just being Actually, this... fun fact: Triple yeah. H wanted to bring WWE war games, but Vince McMahon didn't like the idea because he thought it would take too much away from Hell in a Cell. That's why they're doing. That's why Triple H all of a sudden wanted to bring war games to. To Survivor Series because now he has creative control. That, but like I said before, he wanted it in WWE. I just think that's a little interesting fun fact. Fuck. Okay, and silence after I said that. Sounds great. <laughs> because you're what I'm talking, and and Enigma is being his enig his enigmatic self, and. Uh, Having a conversation uh, in the background, and then he goes, "Fuck!" I literally said, "Shush, don't talk." <laughs> and it's like, "What? <laughs> what are you saying?" That video. That's all right. Listen, we're on censor for a reason. Um. So yes, that's a good point, Dan. I mean, it does kind of remind me of Hell in a Cell, and I'm glad that Triple H did bring it back to Survivor Series because it's a completely different match. It's completely oh. different than Hell in a Cell. Um, yeah. But what I will say is that maybe this is a sign that we won't get a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view every year and we'll get a Hell in a Cell match when it's needed and not yep. just, you know. Because yep. as Triple H said, he wants to get rid of those uh, repeating stipulation pay-per-views like Hell in a Cell, Money in the Bank. Yes, sir. Do it all. Get rid of all those fuckers. Give us themed pay-per-views. Give us some nice stages. Kill the game. Well, it Bring seems like the only matches that we have different thoughts on are the triple threat match and uh, Styles and Balor. So someone's going to win. Someone is going to be the new WWE pay-per-view champion. Chaos is going to happen tonight at War Games. Survivor Series is going to be crazy. This is the first Survivor Series in a long time that there's not a traditional Survivor Series match. I just thought of that. Since, like, when? 2016? Sure. No traditional Survivor Series matches. And I'm okay with that. I'm um, okay with I'm also okay with letting you fans know that we will be back shortly with our um, Survivor Series recap. We have our top 20 pay-per-view countdown. Dropping soon. We have our broken school sessions with Chris Jericho recap dropping soon. A lot to come. I want to thank both Enigma and Macho Man Dan for joining us. Well, joining me and and you guys listening. And bro, we're like the bangs. You're killing it, brother. Enigma is like uh, doing a whole. Uh, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Get it right. Get it right. Get it tight. Um. Uh. Yeah. So we will see you with our Survivor Series recap. And with that, have a good night and enjoy Survivor Series War Games. Enjoy. War Games! War Games! War Games! Do it. Bye, y'all.